with the pandemic have come questions about employment. And what can happen to an employee? Can your employer just fire you and uh, say it's pandemic related? And, and if that happens, what are your options? What are your rights? Well, the Ontario Superior Court or an Ontario Superior Court decision confirms that employees do have the right to pursue a full severance package, potentially up to 24 months pay, if you're placed on layoff due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And there's a second case, which is very interesting. Hudson's Bay Company employee Yvette Mitchell has filed a constructive dismissal claim against the company after seeing her benefits eliminated and her hours of work slashed to between zero and 27 hours per week after 21 years of employment. Does she have a case? Lior Samfiro is employment law specialist and founding partner of Samfiro Tamarkin LLP with offices in Toronto, Ottawa, Calgary, and Vancouver. SDLawyers.ca is the website. How are you, Lior? I'm doing great, and it's always wonderful to be on with you. Yeah, it's great to speak with you. So, uh, just fundamentally, do people just not understand their employment law rights, and particularly during the pandemic? Well, there's this assumption that because the pandemic is such an unusual situation, because it's, it's in a, a once-in-a-lifetime type of an event, that perhaps this has impacted employment law rights, perhaps the rights we would otherwise have no longer apply now in this unique situation. And I think that is a very common misconception that both employees and employers have. The reality is that employment laws are still here, and the rights that you had pre-COVID-19 are still rights you have right now, including, as you said, the right to pursue your termination entitlement, even if you are laid off because of the pandemic. Yeah, I find it interesting that this particular case, and the court ruled that the person who was laid off due to the pandemic has the right to pursue a severance package, potentially up to 24 months pay. I find it interesting that it actually went to court, and, and then the court ruled. So can you speak to us about the significance of this ruling and what it means to somebody who may be listening right now who says, well, that's, that's how I lost my job. I lost my job because of the, because of the coronavirus. So prior to uh, the virus, it was settled law that if you've been laid off, you do have the right to, to treat that as a termination and pursue your entitlement. But as I said, with the uh, virus and the pandemic raging and, and this idea that maybe things have changed because of it, in addition to that, in Ontario, the government of Ontario had introduced legislation allowing employers to lay off employees because of the pandemic. There was this view that perhaps now, wait a second, employees cannot pursue their severance, cannot get their, their packages up to 24 months pay. Well, this issue went to court, and the court said, well, very clearly, despite the pandemic, despite what the government has done, this does not, does not impact employees' rights. And yes, you still have the right and the ability to pursue those entitlements if you choose to, if your employment is impacted because of COVID-19. I think this is a very important decision for employees who have been left in very difficult situations, knowing that there is potentially another source of income to which they're entitled to. So I think this is an important decision and one that I think will uh, hopefully make some employees feel more at ease. Lior, what happens if the employer finds him or herself in very difficult financial straits because of the pandemic and had to uh, reduce the, the, the staff that they had employed prior to the pandemic? What happens then? But there has to, always has to be a balancing, which is what our legal system does, between the rights of employers and the rights of employees. Here's what employees need to do, and, and those that have not done it are going to be in a difficult situation. 
they can contract for the right to lay someone off temporarily if they need to. This should be in every employment agreement that employers use. When an employer does not use that, the reality is, as now, they find themselves that they have liability to those employees that they've laid off or reduced their pay, even if it's because of the pandemic. So when having to choose between the rights of employers and the rights of employees, in this situation, the court chose the rights of the employee. Okay, so now this other uh, employee, Yvette Mitchell, who is claiming that the Bay uh, has engaged in constructive dismissal against her after seeing her benefits eliminated and her hours work slashed to zero to 27 hours per week after 21 years of employment. Talk to us about that, please, but can you just explain to most people who may not be sure, what exactly is constructive dismissal? So constructive dismissal happens when an employer makes a significant change to terms of employment. He could be looking at a demotion, a pay reduction, a reduction in hours. All those things give the employee the right to treat that situation as a termination of employment. So even though the employer is not saying to the employee, I'm letting you go, the employee can choose to treat whatever it is that the employer did as a termination. That's what, is, uh, that's what a constructive dismissal is. Now, in this HBC situation, we had a, a very classic example of this where HBC certainly should have known better telling an employee that's been working for many years, over 20 years, consistently 30 hours a week. You may get hours, you may not. You may work zero hours, maybe you'll work more, and expecting that the employee will just accept that and be fine with that. Well, she is not, which is why we were pursuing her entitlement. That is a constructive dismissal. She certainly should be owed up to 24 months pay given her years of service, and any employer that does something like that, even if it's not as extreme, may find itself on the, uh, on the receiving end of a constructive dismissal claim. Lior, when should an employee begin to suspect the employer may be moving to dismiss the employee, which is perfectly within an employer's rights, but proper severance must be paid? So when does, when does the employee say, I'd better start paying attention here. And what does the employee have to do in order to provide evidence that there was, in fact, a dismissal in the works and constructive or otherwise? Well, the key to remember, by the way, with the constructive dismissal is when, when something happens, when a change happens, you only have a very small window to do something about it. So if your pay is reduced, for example, and you're humming and hawing as to whether you want to accept it, the problem is if you wait and continue working with this new pay, then you mean to have accepted that change. Now you're stuck with it, and by accepting it, you've also given the right to the employer to do it again. So certainly, whenever you're looking at a, a change in terms of employment, you, you, you really have to be very careful. You don't want to open that door. You want to speak to your employer, maybe agree in writing that that change will be limited for a specific period of time only, and then you'll be back to normal. But if you're going to simply you know, be the good soldier is what I call it, and continue working, you can then potentially put yourself in a very vulnerable uh, situation where you could be walking away from your rights. Yeah, and you could walk away from a, a, a really significant amount of severance if you just signed the first offer you get. I, I, the reality is, Roy, uh, over 90% of the time employees are offered less than what they're owed. If they sign it like many do because they, know, they don't know any better, maybe they think that they have no choice, you are walking away from it. So it is important to do your due diligence, do your homework, and understand what you're agreeing to before you sign. I ask you this each time you're on with us, so please remind our listeners about your severance calculator. 
So our severancepaycalculator.com website is a tool that allows anyone to find out what is it that they're owed if they lost your job, if they're worried about losing their job. You, you answer a few questions and you find out what that amount is. It is anywhere from, frankly, one month's pay up to 24 months' pay. It is probably the first place one should go to if they lost their job. At, again, it's at severancepaycalculator.com. All right, severancepaycalculator.com, and uh, you have offices. Uh, San Fierro Tomarkin LLP has offices in Toronto, uh, Vancouver, Calgary, and Ottawa, right? Absolutely, yes. So we're, we're always happy to talk to anyone. Lear, thank you very much for the time. These are very interesting and very challenging times, and people need to know what their rights are. Good talking to you, my friend.